Hello and welcome to the Knock On KCLR and Scoreline.ie's Weekly Rugby Podcast. Tom Crowdy joins me. We're going to try and get James Blanchfield on. He's just a bit tied up, not literally at the moment, um, but he might be joining us at some stage. Um, and we'll have to chat to Johnny Tobin next week. He's a bit busy this week as well. But Tom, there's still plenty to talk about. There's plenty of local action taking place. Uh, anyway, um, the Six Nations, of course, is this weekend. We keep an eye on Ireland, Scotland. This could be the Grand, this could be it could be uh, Six Nations winning us depending on how points go this weekend and all that sort of stuff with the with England and France um, but anyway there's lots going on Leinster playing the URC was last weekend it's flat to the map but it's the local stuff we're uh, concentrating on anyway this week Tom you were in action last weekend in the Leinster League 22-6 win over Kildara before it going up you were worried Kildara Tough spot to go, and always a tough team to break down. But you got the job done. Were you happy with how things went in general? Yeah, we were. Um, yeah, we're really, really happy because um, Kildara came down. We lost to them up, up in Kildara, and um, their pack were phenomenal up there. They kind of caught us completely off guard, and we got uh, shoved around the place. And uh, we just we paid poorly up there, so we were kind of really worried because they're coming. Like as I said last week, <clears throat> the league is really mad in the fact that uh, there's so many teams could go, still go down into the relegation playoff position, and we didn't want to be one of those teams, and uh, Kildare didn't want to be either. So it was as a it was more of trying to be safe in the league was our number one priority, because once we got safe in the league. We can then concentrate on next week's and the and the Towns Cup, but uh, yeah, we had um, kind of weird because we sort of had a our warm up wasn't particularly one for the nice and was kind of quite an eerie, but um, when we got onto the pitch and started doing our team run, things started to click. You could see the lads really coming on. Um, the game kicked off and Kiltara used to put fierce pressure on us. They were down. I have to say our defence was absolutely awesome. They were on. They were camped out on their line a uh, couple of times in the first twenty minutes, and they hammered and hammered and hammered and hammered off us, um, and we drove them back and kept kept them out. There was, you know, people around the corner, around the corner, around the corner, and uh, I have to. The, the lads were just phenomenal. They were absolutely phenomenal, and then it kind of shows uh, from. Their point of view, they got a penalty then, and about in and around about the twentieth minute, they got they got they got a penalty, and I we presumed they would have kicked to the corner and gone for a mall, or they would have taken a scrum, um, you know, the pack dominance that they had, and um, I think they, just, I think they must have felt they were tired after, they were starting to tire after spending so long trying to defend, trying to attack the line and not score. I think they just wanted to get something out of that twenty minutes that they've been down. So um, they uh, kicked, they kicked the penalty, they kicked the penalty. Um, so that was uh, it was Max Burns. I think kicked their penalty. He uh, grand penalty straight in front of the post, nearly. And uh, then we played on again. Uh, we were lucky; we got a penalty back, and uh, Ben kicked it, and Crowley kicked it over. Then. Again, just before half time, they got another penalty, cup it out, and uh, they kicked that. And uh, so, like, we went in 6 3. Um, second half, then we 
like we weren't too particularly worried about that. We kind of second half then we settled down, and um, I'd say most of, definitely most of, most of the game was played in in Kildara half. You know, we just we we started to get we started to get dominance, and uh, the backs have a couple of good moves. Um, Sean Quinn touched down for the first uh, for the first try, and Ben converted. Um, that gives a 10, 10 6 lead. Um, and then we never surrendered our lead, kind of never surrendered the lead from there. Uh, Adam Sturry, another generally backsman, we've got a fantastic backsman uh, back play across the right across the wing. Adam Strong, uh, strong by name, strong by nature, mm-hmm. that he um, he hammered over and got into the corner. And uh, Ben landed a t- touchline conversion as well. Uh, then we just kind of, you know, we just, we just, we just kind of kept hitting it up and hitting it up and hitting it up. Um, then, uh, it's, you know, we really, we really just pushed, pushed forward and uh, like when we pushed down to the final score. And like our our lineups, our lineups were quite good. I would say lineups did well. A couple of silly decisions again by us about um, tapping the goal with penalties, and we probably should have kicked the penalty area around her. Where we did a tap and go, and but look, uh, I I would be quite happy with the performance. That it was a tough game. That's you know we've had two 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 tough games in a row, like New Ross. You know, but forwards wise, not you know the lads were uh, an awful lot of hard hits going in. Really, an awful lot of hard hits going in. Um, but the key thing now is we're safe. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to mention a, a couple of lads on the team. Um, again. Um, Ty Ronan, the only eighteen-year-old, was phenomenal. Scrummaging. He um, he's like he get under pressure at certain times, but as the game got on, he just got like got more and more and more solid. Um, he's getting probably more experience, you know, because like he's played Leicester under 18s but I mean it's only pushing a meter and a half. But this is the real deal, and is up against a uh, hardy, hairier men. And mm-hmm. he's really, really pushing out. As I say, Adam, Adam Strong had a really good game on the on the wing. Both Ben and and Dan had a, a good game. Sean Quinn and again, I think our back three played really, really well. Uh, Callum Murphy, Ben Crotty, and, and and Adam Strong played really, really well together. Um, Josh Cope came in, uh, came back in at scrum half. Uh, Josh had a nice little game, you know, a bit rusty. hadn't played, hadn't played in a while. He's down in Cork, but uh, our uh, the scrum half Jeff was wasn't available, and he came in and I have to say had a really really good game, really really good game. Um, the only problem now is we lost our out half. I uh, just want to wish him the best of luck. Adam Owens uh, pulled a hamstring, which is another injury for us. <laughs> just uh-huh. sums up just the season. Just, yeah. just 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 keeps going. Just yeah. add that up to him. Um, uh, but again, you know, with their stalwarts in the pack, John Lyons had a great game. John, uh, Connor Tracy, um, poor Paddy Mackey had to come off injured as well, but hopefully he'll be back. Now. Hopefully that he'll be back next week for that. But look, on the whole, I have to say, on all aspects of it, I think we have to. It was a good game, and just thank the crowd that came out and gave us that bit of support because uh, we're badly, it was badly needed. Um. Uh, like it is, it was, we're happy and we're safe, you know. Yeah, not the perfect win, but it, it was just it's a monkey off our back, you know. 
just going to say it, Tom. It means you can look at the Towns Cup now and, and fire what you can at it. Well, that's it. We, <laughs> you just said you fire what we have, what we've left. I <laughs> uh, uh, no, like, only like it, we wouldn't be in this position only for the amount of guys that are, have come up. Like, I, I just want to say that, uh, publicly thank, a huge thanks so far to all the lads that have trained this year because, like, we wouldn't be we wouldn't be safe in the league. What they, like any other club have got those amount of injuries that we've had, um, I reckon we'd probably be in the relegation battle or be relegated because you couldn't. Like we lost we lost five or starting front row players. Wow. Um, you know, um and different players over the season, hamstring, like centre's gone. And now we're out if we were another club without the numbers and the, the hard work that come with the lads and the quality, you know, as I say there's young guys there whose skill levels have improved and even some of the older lads who've learned new skills over the last two or three years and have really improved and we've and carlo as a whole um the club is, is stronger because of them like okay we didn't get you know not getting their position for um promotion this year but like i'm uh, proud as punch of, of the crowd that that put in the effort all season and have us now as at least look we're in a we're in a Towns Cup quarter final and we're safe in the league and what more do you want to you can't. I know everybody would be lovely in a playoff for, for yeah. qualification, but a couple of results didn't go our way. It's amazing. Um, you know, two or three more bonus points and, and you know, we would have been in a different position or two we hadn't we lost three games in the last couple of minutes of games and they were at home. Like they were bad losses, and if we won maybe two of those games, it'd be a different story. But um, ah, look, yeah, we're happy. But we're happy where we are, and I think any club would be happy getting through this. Yeah, and you've had a couple of blips this season, Tom. And you spoke about unity, and then of course you had all the injuries. You were missing centres and everything, and it just it shook up the whole thing. But like you said. It, there's a lot of good things falling into place this year for Carlo, despite not hitting the goals you would have set out at the start of the season. There's a lot of nice things falling into place. And like you said, the injuries were a bit of a blessing in disguise, for want of a better phrase. Um, finding these young props, these young lads coming through as well. And uh, like you have them next year and you have other, you have your other fellas coming back from injury as well. So there's plenty, there's plenty to be positive about. Well, it is, yeah. I mean, we're we now have look. We're going to regroup after the season, um, and look at our whole our whole setup from minis to from midis to adults, um, and just to kind of revive and retain. First things to retain is going to be retaining the players that we have. Um, hopefully, we'll have retain as many as as possible, and then try and recruit back in those players that have left over the last while, and try and get those back in and. But look, we're we're in a good position, and like any, we've had over fifty something players used this year. So that's incredible. You know, that's a huge, huge, yep. huge thing. So, and they've all, uh, we've had a good, good season, second half of the season in the in the bars, which is, you know, that's important too. And we had like after the Towns Cup gave us the whole club a morale boost, you know, and and last week too. That's I mean, there's two huge morale boosts for the, not just for the players, but for the club as a whole. Because you know we went like we went up and we won the first match against Dundalk. We lost the second game and it was kind of it took the kind of some of the shine off the off the Towns Cup win, and um, you know uh, now we kind of had that home game and we got it back. We you know we're through to the quarter final 
and uh, there's a bit of a buzz back again and uh, that's that's hugely important yeah. and of course now we've our seconds seconds yeah. cup starting leads us on to it nicely away to longford yeah uh, never 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 a tough place or an easy place it's always a tough place to go it's never an easy place to go um we have we would have loved to have had the game last weekend um our game our seconds game against um Against Kildare, against Kildare was called off. They couldn't feel. They couldn't feel their seconds. So it kind of left us. It um, look, it left us in a position that we didn't. Lads were coming back from injury, and it was guys just haven't had games. And we probably would have loved to have those guys. You know, uh, playing. We would have Larry McGrath and Larry McGrath who got injured in in the warm up. He was a prop. When it would have been when we were starting props this year, got injured in a warm up before one of the last games of the season last year at home. Um, he did his knee and he's only coming back. So Larry would have got a bit of game time last weekend, but hopefully he gets some game time this 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 week. And Conan Slater, another guy, he did his knee um, did his knee this at the end of the season as well, and he's only coming back in. So I mean, there's two front rowers back. Um, we'd like to. Like we'd like to see them back playing and, and getting back into, you know, fighting away. Maybe, maybe, maybe if we can get through Tullamore, but like it's one game at a time. Those lads will be hopefully get another chance or get to play a week or the following week get a, get a run against those. But uh, the key things is um, is the seconds going up now on on um, on Sunday on Saturday. Sorry, it's on Saturday. Um, at three, it's three o'clock over over in Longford. So, um, I try and get a bit of a crowd over. I know, I know they will. Um, I know they will will try and get that crowd together and uh, get over there. Um, but I just just want to wish Dave Keppel, his captain, Dave has worked like phenomenal all year. It's not easy. It's not an easy task. Um, being the seconds captain because your players going up and down to the first and taking away from you. you think if you're you know, you think you have your team settled and then uh, injuries happen and lads are taken away or subs. We can't afford a sub, you know, when I say a sub that's there at the weekend, you can't afford them to play maybe the seconds game this week because you, you don't have they're the main cover on the bench. Or it, There's a load of different factors. And I mean, Davis and his and his team, with, um, Alan Owen Sr. and those, and Tommy have put in huge effort into ringing around and making sure lads are looked after and you know they've also had to fight for lads to you know to give them game make sure that they got games and look after the guys who were training and they've done a wonderful job absolutely phenomenal job all season so look we just want to wish them the best of luck absolutely um yeah. we'll stick with carlo tom we'll go on to your youths um yeah youths youths had a decent decent enough results last week um across the board it's now this 18s have um they now have a kind of clinch match this week they had a game off last week but they have a clinch they have a, um, a real tight match this week they have to go down and play gory there was um sort of uh had a problem with the league one team get two walkovers in the league and uh, there was an objection made and over the results should have, so all the results were cancelled so I meant Carlo had to go back and play, have to play one more game to get into the semi-final. We were oh, through, yeah. but because of the upset that happened, um, 
we now have to play Gory. Um, we just have to win by a point. Is all. <laughs> That's um, all. Yeah, Gory are like Gory are already in a semi final, but I mean they still want to win again. Like you know, they want to. You want to go down there. Um, Gory want not to lose any game coming into coming into semi final and final stages. So, um, the boys. I look, they've a good squad of lads, and um, Tiger who played with the first last week. He'll be back. He'll be back playing with them. Um this week so it'll be a big boost for them um look they've a good little, they've a good little squad there so we want to wish them the best look they are the under 16 rhino girls are in semi-final on saturday four o'clock against um they're against wicklow in semi-final of the league so i want to wish them the best of luck the under 14 uh girls rhinos are away to port on friday uh the under 13s are home on saturday to our club and our under 14s are away in the league to Rat Drum, and the under 16s are at home on Friday night at 8 pm to Wexford. So, a big, 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 weekend, big weekend of rugby and from a youth point of view. And mm-hmm. um, then, as I say, like the seconds are away on Saturday, and then we're back. The club is open on Sunday for the international as well. So, anybody wants to go for a, a Lucas Ake can uh, go to cook the club and have a bit of crack absolutely and watch, it's a bit and of crack please, and please god watch ireland uh, beat scotland <laughs> absolutely fingers crossed it's always a good atmosphere in uh, the clubs if you yeah. head down if you're listening to the podcast and you've never dropped into a rugby club drop into carlo tullo or kilkenny if you're knocking around it's always a great spot to watch the match and um, get a bit of grove or whatever and uh get your lucas aids and all that stuff as well um tom you're gonna have to carry the can for tullo this week uh <laughs> <laughs> in in lieu of Johnny Tobin. Uh, 69-26, a big win over Dundalk in the league la- last weekend. Just sort of reinforcing their strength at the moment and the Towns Cup and uh, otherwise. Now, we know they got through the last round of the Towns Cup sort of by the skin of their teeth, but their league form has been superb. Yeah, the Tullo, Tullo have um, they sort of peaked at the right time of the season and Morris has kind of said that they've been very... Uh, They've been very lucky with um, the lack of injuries that they've had no very little injury, and uh, they've kind of peaked really at the right stage. They've got young players back in who are having phenomenal games, um, and uh, like that's a that's a massive win to beat Dundalk at home. Like by that, huge. Um, I felt to be honest, I knew that like my heart and soul would tell you that they were going, they were going to beat them, but to beat them by that much. Um, just shows that the, the determination that's in Tullow at the moment. Um, they were very unfortunate actually not to win the league or they could have had the league one on on, uh, on Sunday only for uh, Wicklow got through by the skin of their teeth. Yeah, I was watching uh, that. And the, and the, yeah, we actually thought it was over. We thought Tullow had won the league um, because uh, their match, but didn't realise the Wicklow match for some reason had been delayed. It went down for another quarter of an hour after what we thought was the final score. Looking at Twitter, uh, going, "That must be it. That must be it." Yeah, that, that was it. Sure, we presumed. <laughs> so we said, "God said it's a mad. It's a, it actually would have been a mad league because um, it I, it almost would have had us left back in one more point, and we would have been playing the Wicklow for if Wicklow had lost a one more point for us, and we would have been playing Wicklow for a, a playoff position." Yeah, but um, a tie and a tie would have still been in it as well for for playoff positions. But look, it's um, it's a mad league, really, really mad league. It's so tight from the, all the way through. But in fairness to Toto, they've 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 really got their act together. Um, 
as I said, the, the young men that are back in um, have obviously made a, a huge impact. Um, and and the the management, you have to take their hats off to their coaches and yeah. management. And and I know it has the Sean O'Brien effect is kind of has run through. And being as we're all jealous. <laughs> we're all, look, uh, look, any club would be jealous to have um, Sean in there because there's. Uh, I can't. I, I don't think there's any other interna- ex-international or uh, provincial player of that standing that would put so much effort into their home club, their original home club, not their yeah. adopted clubs. Yeah. Um, as I say, all these clubs that they represent on paper, they're adopted clubs because they have to play senior club. But uh, you know, it's it's to see them back in the grassroots. I I know. Um, I know Ty Furlan does a good bit there in your ass as well. But yeah. uh, Sean, Sean is just seen, it's just uh, absolutely ridiculous the amount of workers he puts into the club. Uh, you know, consi- considering his you know, his position with Leinster and so on. So look yeah. uh, And he's everybody. been doing it since the start too, Tom. Oh absolutely, yeah. He was going yeah. out for minis on Sunday mornings after playing for Leinster the night before in the Heineken Cup. Manny's the time that I see it when I had my young one down there. Yeah, we would be Absolutely, so you're of course to be Jason. Look, he's, he's a scourge, he'd be a scourge, a scourge of Carlo. <laughs> because, <laughs> like, it's but you can't look your hats off. I mean, that's he's a, a one in a million, yeah, absolutely, def, 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 definitely one in a million. And uh, look, look, we wish we wish Tolo the best of luck. Uh, it looks like they'll have um, their game against uh, St. La, who they're playing, La, Kildara. They're playing Kildare away, that will be the basically the be all and that's uh, it next week. That's all in win. If they win that, um if they win that they go they're going to win the league. Yeah. And um, well then there's also we have to play Wicklow. So um we hope to go up to Wicklow and give that a bit of a rattle as well. Yeah, um, sure why not? Well absolutely. Look, it's the end of, it's the end of sea end of season. Um but We've only got a couple of matches left, and yeah, give it socks. Wicklow's been a bit shaky the last couple of matches as well, so they're there for the for the taking. You know, compared to where they started the season, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know what the, what has happened in the last while. Um, their results have kind of been have been shady enough, mm-hmm. considering the quality, considering the quality that they have have playing. So, but look, these things happen. Happens to all yep. of us. Like we. You know, we started well and then we went, we went pear shaped for a few matches and now we're kind of swinging it back around again. That's so, you know, it is swings and roundabouts in rugby. It is. Uh, Tullo's seconds, Tom, are in action this weekend as well. They're at home to Balbriggan. Um, so best of luck to Tullo uh, in the Black Gates uh, yeah. on Saturday. Hard, all those be, matches on Saturday. They'll be hard beat. They'll be hard beat the Black Absolutely, uh, a, bit, a bit of a trip down to Balbriggan as well from Dublin, of course. But uh, best of luck to Tullow and, of course, Carlo away to Longford. The Tullow women uh, had a 33 10 win over DCU uh, last weekend, so they turned to cup action this weekend during the Paul Flood Cup. They've been going well in the league, Tullow have in Division One, and they'll fancy their chances are against uh, Clondalkin. That's a wait, Clondalkin, this weekend. Um, so the best of luck to the Tullow uh, ladies team. No sign of James Blanchfield. Um, uh, we're hoping he might join us on the podcast, but Tom, we'll just touch on 
to Kenny. Uh, not good news. The loss, uh, 41-25 at home to Boyne last weekend. Not what they needed at this stage. It's been so tough. No. Um, second last on the table. There's only a point between them and bottom. Um, they're going to be slogging it out to stay up this year. Again. Yeah. There is, just looking at it here, it's 24 24 Five. Ashburn, Ashburn on the bottom at 24, Kilkenny at 25, mm-hmm. and Boyne at 26 points. And then even even C points are up only at 28. So, and Kilkenny has to play a C point away this weekend. They have to play C point away this They have to play C point away this weekend. So, C point will be fighting because they don't end yep. up. In, and they could end up, they could actually end up in the playoffs. I think they still mathematically can end up in the playoff. Uh, Boyne have Boyne got Boyne's last game. Boyne of Ashburn, am I right? Um, uh, yeah, Boyne of Ashburn yeah, at home. Yeah, yeah. So Boyne are that's like there's some serious games. That's going to yeah. be a serious game. Very squeaky bum stuff for the last couple of rounds of the season, I tell you. Yeah, I yeah definitely. Uh, um, just I, I feel sorry for Kenny because yeah, I, so I, do I. I don't know. I don't know what's, but sometimes these things happen because after years after it's amazing, um, a lot of clubs sometimes struggle the year after winning the Towns Cup. Yeah, and they were struggling. The they struggled in the league last year. They fought, they fought to stay up last year. Then they won the league, then they won the cup, and now they're struggling again yeah. in the league. It's a funny one. Yeah, because the kind of players I think some of guys think they have uh, you know won the Towns Cup and kind of. Someone has went off, and I think they're missing a few players in key positions as well. But look, uh, I wouldn't like to be playing Kilkenny in the playoff, a relegation playoff, because they know that they'll. Uh, I watched them last year play Wicklow, and that, um, <laughs> and it probably could be could be Kilkenny Wicklow again if things stay the way they were. If Kilkenny yeah. stays second, and Kilkenny and Wicklow come second, it's a playoff uh, repeat of last year. Um. But uh, I don't know. It's uh, I wouldn't like to be, I wouldn't like to be a betting man in those and those two games on uh, on Saturday because they could go absolutely anywhere. Yeah, um, Kilkenny, Kilkenny, obviously in league action on Saturday. Um, Tullo and Carlo in seconds cup action. So, but Kilkenny is the league game, and away to C Point uh, as well. Yeah, Tom, yeah. Uh, it's a tough one. Um, hopefully we get James Blanchfield on next week to chat about that and hopefully it goes well for them but uh, it's a it's a stressful stuff at the moment um, yeah their women are in action this weekend as well they're in Paul Q's a cup action they're at home to Navin and of course there'll be youth action for Tullo and Kilkenny uh, this weekend as well Tom before we let you go we're just a quick touch on the Ireland-Scotland match on Sunday Um you know, a lot of hype now behind Ireland, of course, going for the Grand Slam. You know, the Six Nations is theirs, blah, blah, blah. But of all the teams, I think I'll be most afraid of Scotland, particularly away. Definitely, uh, whatever about a home, but playing them away in just a, they're just a, the way they're playing at the moment. They're able to get in behind teams. Uh, you know, they're going really well. Um, Ireland, obviously, going well as well. But, uh, you know, you still be worried about what they could do. Aye. Uh, think it will be squeaky bum time on Sunday because I think they've gotten her. Um, Ireland play really well in set play and 
Scotland play really, really well in open play, as in um, not from not from just the set pieces, but off the cuff. Um, Finn Russell is just awesome at at, uh, at that kind of off the cuff ball that he's taking advantage of any little gap kicks, you know, kicks through. You give Van der Merwe any space at all, and uh, you're going to be in trouble. They're um, they're a team that like to throw the ball around. They're very similar to Ireland. They have no problem throwing that ball around. Um, and if you watched, I know Leinster got the final, got a massive result at the end of it. But if you even saw the way Edinburgh were playing for the first for the first twenty minutes of their game against ninety Leinster, miles an hour, yeah. it was 90, It was a similar similar game. They're just behind us, uh, maybe at club level. Um, but they're definitely really progressing at, at international level, and they've they have quality players. You know, I go through from from one one to fifteen and onto the bench. They actually they really have quality, they have quality, quality players. And I would be very, very. I wouldn't take it for granted at all. Yeah, uh, Finn, yep. that's in Murrayfield, and it's a it's a special year for them. They have, uh, I mean. It's, the huge thing about Daddy Weir and you know there's it's a lot of uh, there's a lot of goal behind them this year. Yeah. And they, they, I don't know they jeez watch their games. They, they, even their loss against France, you know, a couple of things changed in a couple of things went their way and, and, and they were beaten France. So Yeah. It's their <laughs> ability to, for Finn Russell to get behind that line as well. Um, just knows when to pass, you know, knows where to have fellas and everything. It's a he's playing some of the best um rugby he's played in a long time, yeah. And he attacks the line, yeah, straight you know, he, up. He, he, he's um, now please God, Johnny, for Sunday because um, we need somebody to attack back, yeah. You know, Gibbs, we... Gibson Park back, is he ready? I wonder, I just, just from a speed talk. and service point of view. Well, I'd love to see Gibson Park back. Mm-hmm. Really would. Um, but then again, the last time he played, he wasn't he wasn't particularly wonderful either. So, uh, yeah. But uh, I suppose <laughs> I suppose everything's a risk. I suppose everything's a risk. Who are you going to play? Because do you play Gibson Park, who hasn't played in a while? Do you uh, play Craig Casey, who's going to pull it a hundred miles an hour? Or do you play Conor Moore is going to have or Conor um Conor Conor Murray is going has that experience and but it's not going to give you a quicker ball, it's going to have a, a totally different game. Mm-hmm. Um I think our pack are, our pack will deal with them fair enough. Um and if Tig is back or on the bench, um yeah. if he's fit. I don't know whether he'll start or go to the bench, but just we we need him back, and we're going to definitely need him back for England. Yeah, and sure we've because, lost um, Finney Bealham now, so yeah, there's a bit of pressure on in that position. Yeah, I think um, look to be a betting man, you'd probably say Ireland might just take it, but I don't know. It's going to be a cracker. They have, but they'll have to play their best. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Um, there's a lot of talk about Caelan Doris at six and all that. It obviously they started him at six for uh the Italy match, but like there's no debate. He's an eight out and out, and that's it, and leaving there. When he when he went back into eight against Italy, sure he was the game changed again. Like he's just phenomenal yeah. number eight. Like um I think they were just trying a few things, but not nah, leaving where he is, he's grand, like yeah. Well we're probably missing Tigburn a bit, but 
Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Um, he is a big loss. He's a big loss there, and, and even coaching the ball and doing that dirty work that he does. Um, yeah. But look, we've, we've a fantastic back row. We've good solid second rows, and we've, uh, you know, a, a good front row. So there's no, there's no reason our pack, our pack are well equipped and them, if not better. Uh, definitely the back rows. Yeah. We have one of the best back rows in the world at the moment. So. And the subs and the fringe players are all, uh, you know, singing uh, with the Robinsons at the moment as well. And there's a lot of pressure. You know, Jordan Larmer's yeah. doing well for Leinster. You know, all these other fringe players. The Dave Kilkines and, you know, Gavin Coombs and all these lads are flying with the Robinsons. So. Yeah, and Kieran Frawley is to... great. It's kids lovely to see Kieran Frawley back in now as so. well. Yeah, got a, uh, he, got, geez, he got a good bit of the match at full back last weekend against Edinburgh. He played pretty well. Yeah, he did. Yeah, did. I, I thought he played extremely well, but um, it's the what's the young centre is injured, got injured during the week. Jamie Osborne. Uh, Jamie Osborne is in, uh, had a slight yeah. injury, so he's been shipped in for there. Yeah, and but, Scott Scott Penny did something to his elbow as well when he landed on it. Oh. As well, so Scott could be out. Scott's been pulled from the international uh, training camp anyway. He was after last week's match, so he's recovering as well. So, yeah, there's a couple of injuries there. But, uh, yeah, great to see Jamie Osborne and that stepping up. There's a lot of a lot of people with a lot of good things to say about him. Oh, absolutely. Sean O'Brien included, actually. Yeah, and I have to say, he's, uh, Jamie's uh, younger brother has been picked for the wing for um, the under-20s for Friday night, which is yeah. he's been playing AIL with Nace. Um and looks another bit of it as another little bit of a class act. So, uh, I saw we see the two brothers playing really, really well. You know, uh, yeah, and and both um and both of those uh, are club players. They're not didn't come through school system. Um, they came through the club system like Arrow and Tolo, and they they came through the NACE system. So, it's even That's better true. to see. Well, we're delighted, you know, to see club club players, club players making it through. It's not yeah. all about schools, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Sean O'Brien, Tig, and all those lads are testament to that. It works. And, and yeah. Frawley. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, another club man. Scaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We are, um, that's it. That's it. Uh, Tom Goel this weekend uh, against uh, Longford and your youth and uh, Rhinos and everything as well. And uh, good luck to all the local teams this weekend. It's seconds cup action for Tolo and Carlo and Kilkenny of a big match away to Sea Point in Division 1A of the league. Enjoy Scotland, Ireland on Sunday as well, Tom. And we'll chat to you next week. Yeah. Take it easy. See you now.